Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's week five, session five of the 5K plan. It's all about the fives. And today we're going to do a mid-tier workout to see it all off, which will then give you a chance to have a rest day if you wish, and then do a 5K test if you wish. Anyway, so today's session is going to be three 12-minute intervals with two minutes rest in between. Now, I quite like these sessions where the stroke rate goes up, but the time you row for goes down. So what we're going to do is the first six minutes of the 12 minutes, we're going to do at 18 strokes per minute and at 2K plus 20. Then we're going to go up to 22 strokes per minute and 2K plus 16 for four minutes. Then we're going to finish off with two minutes at 26 strokes per minute and 2K plus nine. We're going to do that for all three of them. So in the end, you're doing 36 minutes worth of rowing at this slightly increasing pace. And this is what's going to keep it at a mid-tier workout. So the 18s are going to feel a little bit bottom tier but by the time you get through to the 26s and you've done it three times, it'll feel like a good mid-tier workout for you. Right, let's get into our four-minute warm-up. Start off by setting the drag factor on your machine. If you don't know about drag factor, where to set it, then do check out the video on the YouTube channel. Next up, go to your monitor, set it at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, the foot straps, get them so they cover either the bottom lace on your shoe or if you're in socks like me, then they will let you hinge forward comfortably at the front when you go forwards. Anyway, right. Let's get into our four minute warm up. So 18 strokes a minute and I'll walk you through it or talk you through it or row you through it in three, two, one, go. So just get moving, see if there's anything niggling you or kind of just feeling a bit stiff as we start this warm up. I got a strange little sensation from my left foot as I pushed off on that first stroke. Let's hope that doesn't continue. But just use this four minutes to get your blood pumping around, your heart goes up a little bit. Like I say, you could get a chance to just do a quick situation, a sit rep on your body, make sure everything's ready for a good long workout today, really. I mean, there's nothing too taxing about it, but like I say, 36 minutes worth of rowing, still gonna feel like a fair old whack. Okay, so we're a minute into this warm-up. Just have a wee think about where the power's coming from. Make sure you've got a good solid leg drive. So you're connecting with the flywheel at the front of the machine, pushing the machine away with your feet and then letting your straight arms just allow the power to flow through into the machine before you pull your arms in to finish the stroke. And then your back is rocking forwards and backwards. I'll cover more about technique in the main session. In the meantime, two more strokes. And then one more here. Take one of your feet out of the foot straps, put it on the floor, continue rowing with just one foot in the foot strap. Good press still for that leg that's in there. You don't really want to ease up just because you're only on one leg, you'll notice you're kind of, I don't know, about maybe five to ten seconds slower with one leg, but still good press. Swap feet, continue, same thing, just push with a leg that's still connected, get a nice compression at the front of the machine with only one leg in. This will help your flexibility. 
also means you're not getting too tired during the warm-up. It's a good drill, this one, for flexibility. So I allow you to concentrate on your legs. Okay, both feet in. Get your legs straight with a tiny bend and your knees just so you're not locking them out. And then roll with your back and your arms. So swing your back forwards and then backwards, forwards and then backwards. And then finish the stroke off by pulling the arms into your chest. And just make sure you're rocking forwards and back with your back going through your hips rather than bending your lower back. Now go to the front of the machine with straight arms and just push off with your legs. Keep those arms straight and try and get the connection at the front of the machine. That's what you're worried about here, so don't, don't worry too much about driving too far back. Just get that little moment at the front when you pick up the flywheel. Get that timing right. One more stroke and we're all done. Simple warm-up today. So there we go. Keep moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and uh, I'll explain one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay, so the hoodie's off. Let's hope it warms up in the studio today. So what we're doing today is three 12-minute intervals with two minutes rest in between. Now, if you're gonna set your monitor for this when you're rowing along, then make sure to set the rest to undefined just to make sure we don't hit any sync issues. And do set it just as 12 minutes uh, times three, even though we're breaking those 12 minutes down into chunks. Because what we're gonna do is six minutes at 18 strokes a minute at 2K plus 20, which is 5K plus 15. Then we're going to do four minutes at 22 strokes per minute at 2k plus 16, which is 5k plus 11. And then we're going to finish off with two minutes at 26 strokes per minute at 2k plus 9, which is 5k plus 4. So very much a mid-tier workout today. And yes, those first six minutes are going to feel like a bottom tier. But as we get through the workout, and especially because you're doing it three times, it will solidly feel as though it's a mid-tier. Don't worry about it. Anyway, let's get started then. There's no point me sitting here talking away to you a million miles an hour when we can actually run a rowing machine doing it. So, here we go then. Starting off at 18 strokes a minute for six minutes and your pace is gonna be 2K plus 20, run about 5K plus 15. Okay, here we go in three, two, one, go. Right, so, remember 18 strokes a minute is one stroke every three and a third seconds. So, just stay with me. If you're watching this on YouTube, follow me for the stroke rate. Or if you're just listening to this on the audio podcast, then the whoosh of the machine, coupled with the counter on your monitor, should be enough for your stroke rate. But, 18 strokes a minute is a very useful pace because it, it's just slow enough that you can really concentrate on what's happening with your stroke. But also, you do have to give a good solid push from your legs in order to get the pace you're looking for. 2K plus 20 for me is 205. So that's what I'm aiming for. Uh, and it's only six minutes of this, so 2K plus 20 is ample. You shouldn't really need to slow down much in order to keep this at a mid-tier. 2K plus 20 should be perfect. Now remember, like I said, if you do have a 5K training time. If you've done a 5k test before starting this plan and so therefore you have an average time, 500 meter time for a 5k, then please use that rather than a 2k time because the extrapolation doesn't really work that well for everybody. So accurate is better. So you can have a wee think about your technique. We've already 
spoken about making sure the power is coming from your legs that you push the machine away with your legs but if you think about that rather than thinking about it being a pulling motion so yes your arms are vital not only as a power conduit but also at the finish of the stroke but nearly all the power comes here from your legs so make sure you're pushing from the front with nice straight arms relaxed shoulders so you should be nice and kind of floppy from the shoulders same with your arms themselves nice and relaxed fingers like hooks just over the handle thumbs underneath preferably and those kind of that open palmed fingers like hooks should help when it comes to getting sweaty hands and blisters and things admittedly in the last one of the last sessions I did let go of the handle so don't be too loose uh, yeah nice and relaxed at the front with your arms is key to allowing the power to come up through your body through your arms and into the handle on the machine so that's why I keep on talking about it that way because if you're all tense and choking the life out of the handle not only are you wasting quite a lot of energy by being so tense but you're kind of likely to be fighting against the power that you're putting into the machine rather than helping it's the same reason why you want straight arms and not bent arms if you have an early elbow bend yeah you're using your big muscles in order to hold on and you might feel there were bent elbows so that because you're pulling you're, you're straining against that you're putting that force into the machine but you're not you're robbing yourself of being able to put that pace into the machine at the back end of the stroke and I slipped right off pace because I was <laughs> demonstrating the bent elbows there we go alright so in 15 seconds we're going to increase the stroke rate to 22 and the pace we're going to go up to 2k plus 16 so here we go 22 strokes a minute 2k plus 16 which for me is I want to see 201 on the monitor not 202 come on yeah. now the increase in stroke rate should have been all it took okay you shouldn't really have had to think that you're needing to push any more with your legs than you were before you'll be kind of subconsciously pushing harder with your legs in order to increase the stroke rate so it kind of takes care of itself and you're certainly not increasing pace by pulling harder okay so if you push just a little bit harder in order to increase stroke rate the arms will take care of themselves make sure to still finish 
at the back end of the stroke, but you don't have to feel like you're really increasing that pulling power. And it's gonna, certainly up until about 26 strokes per minute, it's very natural to just increase stroke rate and then have a matching increase in pace. It's kind of when you get to 28 strokes a minute and above, that's when you kind of need to push harder with the legs to really increase your pace. And make sure your back is leaning forwards to a one o'clock position at the front of the stroke and then you're swinging through the hips into an 11 o'clock position at the back of the stroke and then forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards now the important thing is to hold that forward lean as you start the leg drive so get run about halfway through the leg drive maintaining your forward lean and only when you're halfway through do you rock over your hips and swing into that 11 o'clock position and then you pull your arms in to finish the stroke before pushing your arms straight back out again at the same pace they came in at and then your body rocks forwards at the same time so you're already in that forward lean for the next stroke okay 10 seconds to go and we're going to go up to 26 two more strokes okay 26 strokes per minute and 2k plus 9 just let that push from your legs that you need in order to increase your stroke rate be what guides your pace for me 2k plus 9 is 154 so that's what I want to see on my monitor you might feel at this stage that your heart rate's getting up a bit but it shouldn't feel anywhere near breaking out of the mid-tier zone should just feel hard but nowhere near top one minute to go just concentrate on holding a stroke rate and not letting your pace drop should all fall together especially after five weeks on this plan together thirty seconds to go about ten strokes to go you know get a wee drink and we can do it all again such fun all right so we've got 10 seconds to go three strokes maybe can we get this last one in not really but there you go interval one done it's just a good good kind of steady rise you know, spend two minutes to recover steady rise so it's a good I don't know how you'd 
kind of physiologically give it a kind of a nickname or whatever, but mid-tier is the best way to go. You're kind of you're spending most of it just developing your aerobic system and you're not really getting anywhere near anaerobic threshold or kind of running out of oxygen and energy from your muscles. Your heart rate's getting up there into that kind of middle ground, which you don't want to spend too long in the middle ground because it's you're kind of you are better at either being down in the bottom tier foundation engine building or the top tier really hard stuff. The middle ground it's a little bit sketchy as to how useful that becomes um, or whether it's actually just your heart's working hard but not really but the important thing is that by going through stroke rates and kind of it feeling a little bit tougher at points it's more about the mental thing that you you're used to rowing that little bit harder even if it's just for the two minutes at the end you're used to controlling your body and attenuating your, your pace from stroke rates so yes the base fitness comes from the bottom tier and your strength and anaerobic fitness comes from the top tier but the mid ones are still important Right, if you're on undefined rests, then please press your button to get ready to start the next interval, which we're going to start in 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. In fact, so much so for these, for what I'm saying about the bottom versus mid-tier. Oh, hang on, just a quick reminder, we're at 18 strokes a minute and 2k plus 20, just in case you forgot. And I certainly didn't, <laughs> didn't mention it, so. Yeah, so. As we're closing in to the end of the 5k plan, thoughts turn to what comes next. Now, it's, right now, it's Halloween. I can actually hear every now and then spooky noises from outside from the next door neighbours but in three weeks time it's the Scottish Indoor Rowing Championships or virtual ones anyway and then two weeks after that is the British Rowing Indoor Championships both of which I'm going to enter for a 500 meter event. I still don't trust my shoulder to do a 2K. So, basically that's a long way of saying, once the 5K plan's done, I'm gonna shift instantly into a 500 meter plan. And for this, I'm only going to do bottom tier and top tier work. There'll be times that I do a bottom intro and like a top, a top outro, but I'm going to try not to do any kind of middle ground stuff. It'll either be good foundation building or there'll be strength, power building, or lung busting top tier stuff. Just to mix things up a bit. See what happens, it'll be an interesting test if nothing else. I might do the bottom tier stuff at a mafetone heart rate, which is a lot lower than I would normally train at. But if I start off with a baseline 500 meter test and then train how I've just described, we'll see what happens after four weeks and then six weeks. When I do the races, could be fun. And it's certainly good for you, so you're not going to miss out on anything by following along with me. And why not enter the 
two races as well. Anyone from all over the world can be part of it. So, why not? I'll be entering the 40 to 49, hopefully lightweight. At last weigh in, I was 76 kilograms and that was a week ago. So I'm kind of hoping that I'll be under 75 kilograms by the time these races come round in four weeks and then six weeks. I know I'm probably just running scared from the 2k but my shoulder does feel better and I don't want to risk re-injuring by letting my ego take over for a 2k. I've been sensible for the past four months so I think I can manage the next six weeks. And after all, there's an element of that I want to do this because I enjoy competition. It's not all just about fitness and strength and a little bit of vanity. It's also about wanting to compete on a, on a top stage really, even if it is going to be from here over the internet rather than in a sports hall or the Lee Valley Velodrome. All right, so I very purposefully spent the past five and a half minutes talking about the plan and things to try and give you a chance to either concentrate on elements of your technique or to go into autopilot and then we can analyze your stroke and try and work out if you've got any power leaks going on. So in two more strokes, we're going up to 22 strokes a minute. Okay, so here we go, 22s and 2K plus 16. So 201 for me is what I'm looking for on the monitor. I'll accept a second plus or minus, but I don't want to go too much faster and risk breaking out of a mid-tier workout. But I also don't want to go too much slower to risk it becoming a bottom tier and not quite giving me that mid-tier workout. So here we go. What's your back doing? Are you rocking from a one o'clock to 11 o'clock? Are you holding that forward lean as your legs engage the drive? Are you getting back into that forward lean quickly and smoothly so that as you slide to the front of the machine you're ready you're not still leaning forwards and at risk of a over lean if you can just get there and hold it it's much better I mean that's my problem with this tiny little extra shrug I do at the front, so I just keep leaning forwards, just wish I could stop it. Okay, two more minutes to go on this stroke rate, and yeah, what are your arms doing? They're nice and straight, or are you bending your elbows too soon and using your 
big guns to fight against the handle and therefore lose out on a chunk of power it might not feel natural if you're used to always bending your elbows but trust me if you can drive with straight arms don't let the power get in from your legs and then bend your arms and use the full range of your arms pulling in once you get used to it you should find that you're going like one or two seconds faster but that does all rely on the forward lean the straight arms and that push of the machine with your feet pushing the machine away through the wall in front of you or into the treadmill in front of you if you're in a gym or into the washing machine if you're set up in the garage or spare room or you know what I'm trying to say push it away alright two more strokes then we're going up to 26 so here we go 26 strokes a minute and 2k plus 9 pace which is 154 for me hopefully now that you're on the second interval you'll be more used to these rate increases and it'll feel much more natural to just boost a tiny bit of power from your legs but still maintain the same basic technique of leaning forwards and backwards and forwards if you can try and grind in the same technique no matter what stroke rate you're doing you will be a faster more efficient rower with a better chance of protecting against injuries whereas if you're quite ropey slapping up and down jerking back and forwards you're likely to pull a muscle in your lower back or in your shins or even your neck from flapping about so much okay so in about five strokes maybe we're gonna get two more one more ah, that was better okay two down one to go so nice gentle slope rise at the end and recover I can just hear kids shouting outside oh, just realised I've still got my red microphone attached today I have one well, I have a black one a blue one uh, red ones I think I've got an orange to go with the t-shirts but I always forget to change them and drink stay hydrated for a workout like this I mean like I say it's 36 minutes worth of rowing you're gonna be moist gonna be perspiring quite a lot through this and so what you don't want is to start stressing your body through dehydration rather than just do the effort of rowing I'd much rather you are hydrated and working hard than not actually working that hard but your heart rate going through the roof because you're not being drinking enough so that said I'm gonna have a second swig excuse me
nothing like Scottish water, you know. Go on holiday to places, Tenerife and Mallorca, America. The water just doesn't taste the same. Don't know why, it could be psychosomatic, but it's just something about Scottish water. All right, we're 15 seconds to go, so if you're on undefined rests, go ahead and press your button to get ready for the next interval, which is gonna start in eight, seven, six, five, four, three, Two, one, go. So 18 strokes a minute, 2K plus 20. Just hold for all three time spans across this. Hold the same paces that you have before. We're not even gonna chuck in a, a cheeky little sprint at the end. We're just gonna maintain 2K plus 20, then 2K plus 16, then 2K plus nine. Remember, this is the end of the 5K plan, so it's kind of customary to quite soon after you finish the plan, do a 5K test, just so that you can see whether you've got any faster since the last time you did one. So in order to do that, you want to make sure your energy system is tip top. You don't want to be feeling the fatigue after pushing a session like this too hard. You want sessions like these to kind of keep you kind of revved up and ready to go. So you do this one, take a day's rest, and then maybe hit the 5k after that or you could do a bottom tier workout which ends for like one minute at your 5k desired pace and then the next day do your 5k test I mean you don't have to do one you could just do the training plans just as a way to give you variety over five weeks. You might have absolutely no desire at all to actually row a 5k, which is absolutely fine. But if you are training for performance, it does make sense to Do a 5k test and then be able to tweak your training pace because of course maybe your old 5k you did it in 20 minutes flat which will give you a 5k training pace of two minutes so you'd be rowing this at two minutes and 15 seconds because you're 5k plus 15 but then you do a 5k test and suddenly you've improved by like say 50 seconds because <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> amazing this plan is that you'll improve by 50 seconds <laughs> actually I'm just saying that so I can do the maths so if you do it again at 19 minutes and 10 seconds, your average 500 meter time will now be 155. So you'd be doing this at 210, five seconds quicker than you were before. And then because you're training at a higher intensity, which is now a reflection of your speed and power, you'll continue to, to develop fitness and power through another cycle and then you can do another 5k test. Whereas if you just continued at your previous time, 
I mean, you'd improve a bit, but you'd pretty much plat plateau eventually. So, all I'm saying is, in order for the training pace guides that I give you to be accurate, you kind of want to make sure you've got an accurate 5k test in the bag, or if you're on the 2k plan, an accurate 2k test. 500 meters isn't quite the same. We're still basing that off a 2k time, and then all the top tier stuff is usually just as hard as you can go. So, but it's still important that you set a baseline at the beginning of the 500 meter plan so you know how you're getting on four weeks into it and then how you're getting on two weeks later. I say you, I mean me, terribly selfish me. But remember, I'm really just using you because you watch these videos, I need to keep making them. And because I keep making them, I'm getting fitter and faster and stronger. So thank you very much. Okay, one more stroke. Then we're going up to 22s. Here we go. Twenty-two strokes a minute, two k plus sixteen. So I want to be round about two o one. Hopefully you're in that two k plus sixteen or five k plus eleven area, and holding the stroke rates. I mean, in many ways. The stroke rate switch-ups are more important than the accuracy of your pace increases. Being able to control your body and know what it takes to go up and down different stroke rates shows that you know your style, you know your technique, you know what your body's capable of, what you need to do to go faster and still hold the good technique. Speaking of which, let's just spend a couple of minutes talking about some other parts of it. Now one thing I tend to always have as a afterthought is handle height. I tend to go through the whole stroke and then at the end with 20 seconds to go realize I haven't spoken about handle height. So you might notice I've got a piece of red tape at the front of the machine. Unless, of course, you're listening to this on the podcast, in which case, imagine a piece of red tape on the, what I call the throat, which is where the chain passes through underneath the monitor. Now I've got a piece of red tape about an inch and a half, two inches below the top of that hole. And that is the height I want the handle to be at when I start my stroke. And to be honest, I don't want it to go higher than that. And don't want it to go too much lower. So nice neutral height at the front, pulling in to sternum height then straight back out to that neutral height again. Because I don't roll in the water, I don't really tap down as though I'm 
taking a blade out the water and then back in. So I just try and keep the handle as level on a kind of a plane of travel as possible. And then pulling back, squeeze your shoulder blades together, send your elbows through your sides and that should keep the handle at sternum height. Right, two more strokes, one more. And now our last 26s. 2K plus nine, about 26 strokes a minute. Oh, bit slow today. There we go. So, the last thing really is just mentioning how far you slide to the front of the machine as you're going to take your stroke at the catch. And what you want is your shins to point vertically up and down. And that gets you into the right compression with that forward lean to really spring out of the front when you drive pushing with your legs your heels can come up don't listen to anyone that says they have to stay flat but they can only come up if you have that forward lean shoulders past your hips and as you get to the front of the machine you should be up on your sit bones now if any of that confuses you check out the rowing technique hacks video that I have on YouTube which goes through all of that okay 10 seconds we get three more strokes one more there we go. That was a good workout. I mean, I finished one, so 167 heart rate. So my max on the machine so far has been 175. So I was certainly up there at the end, but because it was only for two minutes, didn't really dip into the top tier where I need to lie down on the floor afterwards. Certainly, the combination of it being 36 minutes worth of rowing and it being kind of, then the combination of the little 26 strokes a minute to 2K plus nine at the end, that's why I'm breathing heavy and that's what makes it a hard mid-tier. But for me anyway, it didn't go anywhere near top tier. It certainly wasn't anywhere near bottom tier, so. Right. Shall we do a two minute, two, two minute cool down together? Let's, okay, in three, two, one, go. Just continue at whatever stroke rate you wish. I suggest one that when you're putting in a, just a nice solid drive, but not too hard, puts you at a pace of run about 2K plus 30 or 5K plus 25, just enough to flush out your system you still need to engage your muscles you're not just flopping up and down like one of those gym users that uh, I've had that rant before haven't I about PTs that stick their client on a rowing machine as a warm-up and then they just talk away to them the whole time they don't tell them to push with their legs they're constantly just going back and forth in a very lacklustre manner talking about going to the pub last night and <laughs> yet when they go and jump onto my fitness pal and log it in their diary they'll be like oh yes I had a 10 minute row that's going to be at least 300 calories 
bring me a Mars bar, stat. And then they wonder why they're not losing any weight. It's all about working out exactly what you need to do. So if you're exercising and you're counting your calories, you make sure you're doing that exercise to burn the maximum that you want to for that session. Which means the right technique, etc. And then when it comes to food, you're aware of what you're putting in your mouth. And it's not just about calories. It's about kind of nutritional content as well. I mean, you can eat a lot of protein. Hang on. One more stroke for me and I am finished, but you can carry on. Say you were to eat 2,000 calories worth of protein. That's a lot of protein. But 2,000 calories worth of sugars, carbohydrates and stuff. That's only what, like five Mars bars? Which isn't a lot. And the nutritional content of the two varies. Anyway, I ain't no nutritionist. Nutritionalist? <laughs> Hashtag nutritionalist. So the Billy Connolly sketch when he's talking about the reason that linoleum went out of business is that no one could pronounce it. So people would go up and say, oh, I, I'll have a roll of linoleum. Guys, like, excuse me, what do you want? A roll of linoleum. A what? A linoleum. A Roman in the globin. Anyway, do check. If you've, if you've never watched the Billy Connolly uh, stand-up routine before and you've got no idea what I'm on about, then do check it out. There's a great one. Billy and Albert, him at the, the Royal Albert Concert Hall. Must be, I don't know, about 35 years old, that video. But as, I mean, it's not safe for work. I mean, sweary, sweary. Um, but if you're look, looking for something to laugh at, then Billy Connolly, Billy and Albert is just, oh, I've got very fond memories watching that with my, with my poor mum. It's, it's now left us. I've just, just brought that memory back. Anyway, so yeah, hashtag, what was that? Hashtag, oh, let's just say nutrition, okay? Because I talked about that. Or linoleum. Uh, <laughs> I just spell it however you want. Anyway, right, so there we go. This is my random sign-off for the very end of the 5K plan. I do hope you enjoyed the past five weeks rowing this. I do hope that you do a test just to see if it worked or not. But of course, like I say, you don't have to. It's, uh, there's no stress. There's no pressure for you to do it. I'm not going to sh shout at you if you don't say, Oh, I did a test and I was faster. Well done, you. Um, it's up to you. This could just be, have been something just to keep you entertained and intrigued and whatever for the past five weeks. In which case, I hope that's exactly what happened. I hope you've managed to put up with me. Um, and remember, I've also got the 2K plan up here. Got a whole bunch of standalone sessions. Quite a lot from uh, a while back that are still under the, the old brand and slightly different format and kind of stuff. And me might kind of redo all those videos eventually. But yeah, so there's lots of stuff on here that you can do. You don't have to go around a plan. And then, like I say, remember... Keep an eye out for the 500 meter plan, which should be dropping, well, from next week, really, I think. Um, there's only a few weeks left until I've got the, the races to do for now. But of course, if you're watching this in January, then you're going to be like, what's he on about? He's mad. Yeah. So there we go. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you for putting up with me. Do stay safe. Please be well. And I will see you in the next video. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.